All right, welcome back to All-American Wine and Whiskey, Season 3, Episode 7. And today we are doing Four Roses uh, Special Edition Small Batch Barrel Strength from 2020. With me as always, Wee Man. What's going on, everyone? Philly Phil. Hey, how we doing? Doing good, doing good. Uh, we're not in your recording studio right now. No, no, it's down. Recording studio is down. No internet in the no recording internet. studio. Internet just went out haphazardly at two o'clock this afternoon. Well, so we're borrowing a studio at my <laughs> sister's house <laughs> because there's about a million people at my house. So, um, and we man's got too many little kids, so we just couldn't do it there. We got a TP though. We do have a TP. I'm in my sister's house. She, they're all at my house, so we have a TP to uh, Philly Phil. If you know, if you get bored, he's got an air guitar over here. <laughs> no, that's the classic. That's the good one. Oh, it's Guitar Hero. Yeah, that's Guitar Hero. There we go. For the week. All right, boys. Well, it's been a little bit since we've uh, put any content out, but uh, we're here fresh, new in April, and uh, going to go out with a uh, one of my, actual one of my favorites. I, I absolutely love Four Roses, so um, it's kind of amazing. We're in season three, and we're finally touching on it, but... Uh, Anyway, again, like I said, we're doing the 2020 limited edition small batch, the uh, barrel barrel strength, and um, just a couple things about it. You know, this is a non-chilled filtered, um, and it's bottled at a, a one 111.4 proof. Um, so what does that, 55.7? Um, yep. And it features a 12-year-old um, OBSV recipe. Um, this specific one does, and a 12-year-old OESV recipe a 19-year-old OBSK, and a 16-year-old OESK. So four Phil, different Phil, re recipes here. Um, do you have any idea what he just said? Yeah, it's a blended mix with uh, different types of barrels. Yeah, different recipes. Different recipes. Different recipes. Different mash bills. Correct. Yep. Yeah. So different mass, different matches, or uh, matches, mash bills, yes. And then, like you said, yeah, it is a blend. So it is going to be a blend of, of barrels, um, different ages, 12, 16, 19. That's crazy. Um, so, yeah. You don't see that very often. Yeah. So pretty sweet. Um, so we're doing a big boy today. And then, uh, obviously, these are all done at, at barrel strength. And then, like I said, it, it proofed out at 111.4. So um, I guess kind of getting into it, I, I, Four Roses has been one of those ones that I have really, really enjoyed, uh, especially their single barrels. I just thought, I think the consistency all the time with Four Roses, I absolutely love. Um, you know, their entry level, um, and I'm sure Philly Phil can talk about, <laughs> you know, where their entry level bourbon is because he's had plenty of it. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's a, just a really good pour. You know, they, they have a small batch um as well that it always seems really good and then they have the small batch select which is the ncf as well so that small batch select is obviously kind of the the smaller to this big boy that we're having today um but again i absolutely love their single barrels you know 100 proof um it, it's one of my i think favorites that you can get it's always like a seven to nine year yeah um and it's it's one you can go out there. You can find it for like forty-four bucks, forty to forty-four bucks. You're talking single barrel, single right? barrel. Yep. yep. Um, and it's one of my favorite ones. I just absolutely love the the nose on it. You know, it's always got that, you know, good spice on the nose, cocoa flavor. You know, maple syrup. 
Um, and then, you know, it's very robust, but it does have a little bit of a mellow, you know, plum and cherry to it. Um, it just super smooth. So I love that one. This one's going to be completely different than that. Um, that's like the, my daily drinker. I would just love to have that one all day. Um, what about you guys? What's, you know, your familiarity and what's things about Four Roses that you've had that you, you enjoy? I've had the whole lineup personally and yeah. enjoy them all. Uh, I'm kind of with you though. I, I think I like the, the single barrel probably the best and it's one that you can actually get. Um, yeah. Luckily. Right. Yeah. Uh, slight variations in the single barrel so yep. from time to time, but um, certainly something I enjoy as well. Phil, Phil, what about you? Yeah. I'm, um, I think you got me the single barrel for, uh, for the holidays too. Right. Yes. Yeah. You know, I enjoyed it, but, yeah, that's the one that would be my go-to. Just kind of have it sitting in my cabinet. Um, I like the uh, the caramel notes that it has, um, and uh, you know, the, it has a little bit of spice, a little bit of fruit. But really enjoy, you know, sipping on that bottle of, uh, you know, on the porch of the new place, and it, it's definitely one of my go-tos. Well, good deal, Philly Phil. We drove by one of the four roses locations um on our way back from bardstown we did. uh to louisville we didn't stop um kind of a bummer we obviously the three of us need to get out there and do it at some point um i they, their logo and their you know the whole thing about it and they've got a new tasting center and everything i know now too um you know i, I know it's very impressive and I, I definitely want to put it on the uh the next half to first place we go has got to be four roses. Today. I think the the issue, if I remember, was we couldn't we couldn't get a reservation to do a tour, right? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. So you know, you and I last like moment spur, going spur out. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we're on like a three month wait list to get on yeah. the, uh, the reservation. So yeah, you and I planned that trip a week out. So you know, there was always those things. But, but I guess you could have gone in, and I don't know. Did they? I don't even know if they had a restaurant or a. Yeah, I don't remember. To be honest with you, but, or a bar, but um, looked like a nice facility. Yeah. Um, well, Philly Phil, tell us a little bit about Four Roses itself. Kind of tell us a little bit about the history. Um, let's kind of get into it. Yeah. So Paul Jones Jr. Um, started Four Roses, and uh, can you guess where the the name Four Roses came from? Oh, hmm. I don't know. We man, you got a guess? I have no idea. Honestly. Where is it? Yeah. Where does anything start with? Women. Women. Yeah. It was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> it was a woman. I was going to say the other word, but I decided <laughs> to clean that one up and say women. <laughs> so it was. It was a woman. That's the. That's Did she the get legend. four roses? Um, it said that he sent a proposal to her, and if she replied yes, she would wear a corsage of roses on her gown to the upcoming grand ball, and that. Um, Paul waited, Jones waited for her to answer uh, on the night of the Grand Ball, and she wore the cor corsage of four red roses. Okay. So that's how it, it got started. And that was way back in the uh, early, late 1800s. Um, Paul Jones Jr. moved his thriving business to Louisville, Kentucky, where he opened an office in what they call Whiskey Row. Okay. Which yeah. I think we drove past while we were down there. Yep. Um, he trademarked the name Four Roses, and he says he, 
it says he claimed production and sales back to the 1860s. Can you do that? You start up a business in 1884 and then claim all your sales back to 1860? I think it's a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you have to pay back taxes for some reason. (laughs) Exactly. That would be the only... That would be the only issue. But then in 43, Seagram um, purchased the Frankfurt Distilling Company, primarily to acquire the most noted and recognized name in the business, Four Roses. Um, and it was a top-selling bourbon in the U.S. in the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Now, didn't they only do blended whiskey in the States uh, for a while? And they only sold this straight bourbon, I think, uh, internationally, if I recall. Well, I think you're talking about later on. Yeah. I mean, Four Roses was moved um, to the rapidly growing European and Asian markets where it be quickly became and still is a top-selling bourbon in both Europe and Japan today. Well, we know why it's a top-selling bourbon in Japan, don't we? Yeah, we do. Um, because of the acquisition from Seagram's to Kirin Beer Company. Yep. Which they still own it today. They do. Yeah. And that was so, done in 2002. Well, there yep. goes the all-American part of our wine and whiskey. <laughs> hey, doesn't matter who owns it. It's made here, so it's still fine. <laughs> it still hits the uh, criteria. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in February tw- 2002, the Kieran Brewing Company um, purchased the Four Roses bourbon brand, like you all said, and uh, trademark in the production facilities. Um, shortly thereafter, Four Roses was once again sold in the United States and quickly earned the reputation of being one of the most notable names in the bourbon world. So Jim Rutledge was the first master distiller. The master distiller now is uh, a man called Brent Elliott. Yep. So know a little bit about Brent. Um, Brent, uh, he said it's it's a job, you know, he always wanted. Um, He says it's hard to call it a job because it's a privilege and passion to be a part of Four Roses. So he was there working alongside the Jim Rutledge for 10 years uh, before taking it over. Um, and he took it over in, what, 2015 or something, I think? Yep. Uh, he began with the company in 2005, worked yeah. for 10 years, so it'd be 2015. Yeah, I think I, yeah. Um, so, you know, he's he's the man now. Um, he, he focuses, you know, on what got him there, got the Four Roses brand where it's at today, quality, um that they focus on as you would imagine um he said this brand speaks for itself and i'm committed to maintaining the product and sharing four roses bourbon with as many people as possible so um a lot of growth right after you know 2002 um again still you can go and find it on the shelf real solid bottle you know of bourbon ton of history um and obviously a huge a huge seller over in Europe and, and Japan at this point. Yeah, absolutely. So even what's you know, what's always been your thoughts as far as four roses? When you heard four roses, like was that one like you're like, oh, that's an everyday go-to, or what's your what was your experience when you first dealt with four roses? I think my first experience was the small batch okay. bottle. Okay. Um sub thirty dollars if I remember correctly. Yeah. Still a solid bottle. Um, for what it is, but that was my first introduction. And then I learned um, they have, they do a lot of private barrel releases. They have these different recipes, um, which I don't think we've talked about too much yet. But um, so after, after moving on from the the small batch, kind of got into the single barrel 
um, and then became aware of uh, all those different recipes as well. I think the nice thing about it, I mean, you can drink it, you can drink it neat, you can have a cube in there, but then also, I mean, I think it's a good mixer too, you know, with some of your, uh, some of your top, top cocktails. So I think it's just super versatile, you know, whether you want to drink it neat, you know, have a cube in it or, or have it as a mixer. Yeah. So the reason I ask is, is like, I think growing up as a kid, I remember Four Roses, I remember Evan Williams. I remember Jack Daniels and George Dickel. And to me, Four Roses was always just one of those house bourbons. Like it was lower end, low shelf house bourbon. Um, so it's always interesting how much I always love it. Um, it, it same thing with Wild Turkey. Reminds me a lot of Wild Turkey. Um, <clears throat> not flavor profile but more of the name, the distribution, what's there. And it's that old history. And I think it's just been around so long. I always put it, my thought always, before I really got serious into bourbon, it was a well bourbon. Like it was in the well, you know, at, for bartenders for a lower end pour. Um, and obviously the more and more I started having it, and then obviously single barrel, it really started piquing my interest. I was like, wow, this stuff is super, super good. I mean, man, I remember um, I went to a barbecue place um, here locally in, in Charlotte. And I remember I just kind of started getting into it. And they're like, oh, we have this Four Roses. And I was like, eh. And the girl was like, oh, no, no, this is really good. It's the single barrel. Yep. I was like, all right, I'll try it. And that was my first experience. I remember just how great some of that smooth sweetness came off of it with the barbecue and the barbecue sauce. And I fell in love with it that day. Um, and then it became like, okay, you know, yes, the yellow label four roses is probably more of a weller, you know, uh, not weller as in Buffalo choice, but like a well, you know, drink. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's, it's meant like Philly Phil said, it's meant to be poured, um, you know, with you know, whatever you want to go with you know, Coke or, you know, ginger ale or, you know, whatever your favorite mixer is. Um, but I do think, you know, that single barrel still stands on its own. Um, and then, you know, luckily I've had the chance to have some of those single barrel barrel strength ones too. You know, some of these ones that we're, as we know, you're talking about that become really popular. People get up, get to pick out one of their recipes, find right. their favorite recipe and go out and, you know, get a barrel strength one. So, um, it is, it is interesting to me, um, just that small turnover. We talk about a lot of times, especially these distilleries. I mean, it's turned over twice, really. I mean, kind of mm -hmm. had the founding father, right? Then you have probably the, the founder of, you know, of all liquor. I mean, to me, Seagram is still the king with everything. Yeah. Um, and then they sell out that portfolio, which is really interesting. They sold out that portfolio in 2002 to Kieran. Like, I guess it's just because the overseas production was so big yep. and, and the U.S. had still not called on. And like you said, Japan is a massive consumer of Four Roses. They have a bunch of special Four Roses over there. There's a Four Roses Limited, all kind of things that they get in Japan that are a little bit different than they are here. Um, and so we do miss out on some of those things. Um, but like I said, I, 
you know, I really want to go to the new facility. Well, you know, kind of new ish with the new, I think they've got like a new open area at Lawrenceburg. Um, but like Philly Phil said, you know, I do kind of feel bad that we didn't stop by like the warehouse and bottling. You should have just went to the bottle shop. Well, there's a warehouse and bottling was like right there at Cox Creek or whatever that we drove by. Um, but we definitely have to go to Lawrenceburg and check it out. Well, I mean, there's I, I no think doubt. We can go. They got a festival coming up called Barbecue and Barrels. That yeah, sounds like. That, I mean, that sounds. That perfect. sounds right down the alley. That's <laughs> May twelfth and May thirteenth in downtown Owensboro. I, I, Owensboro. I think you Kentucky. got like your you got like your wife's going to Disney World or something, then, right? Yeah, yeah, she's going to Disney World in May. That sounds. Like <laughs> I mean, a perfect that, trip. This sounds like <laughs> this sounds like this could happen. Because she asked if I wanted to go, and I said, "Hell no!" Oh, I'm not going back to Disney. Yeah, I, I, but Barbecue and Barrels. That sounds like a good trip there. That Owens, sounds phenomenal. Owensboro, Kentucky. It says barbecue and barrels returns to bring two of the Owensboro's greatest traditions: authentic, unparalleled Owensboro barbecue and historic Kentucky bourbon. Nice. That's great. Well, let's kind of get into this. So, you know, I, I guess I've sat here and talked long enough about the single barrel. We're not even tasting today, so you know, we're we are getting into this, you know, twelve to nineteen year, you know, four different mash bills, four different. Um, age well one's two of them are 12 year age statements uh but we are getting a small batch barrel strength here from 2020 um so philly phil i'll let you lead us off here and you tell us a little bit about your thoughts um on this bourbon itself kind of tell us a little bit of what you notice and notes on it yeah i mean i definitely get a lot of spice on the on the back end it's a i mean out describe it as kind of a hot big bourbon especially on the on the back it goes smooth for me in the be in the beginning okay made i get a couple of the notes then on the back it just crushes me with with different spice so i think it's 35 percent rye so that would probably explain what you're getting there yeah but um so so after all the blending it's 35 percent rye yeah oh no kidding that seems pretty high yeah Okay. So to me on this one, I would take, you know, we're headed into spring yep. here in, in our area. I'd probably do the, uh, the single barrel in the spring. This one feels like a good toaster, you know, for around the fall time frame. I get it. Like a good, good fire pit one, right? Yep. We, man, what about you? What's uh, kind of your original that you get on this? So I'm surprised. I mean, barrel strength, this seems fairly low for a barrel, doesn't it? It does, but I 12 ish. I think a lot of that goes to to, the reason is because you got a 16 year and a 19 year. Yeah. And I guarantee you just this, the amount that's lost, maybe a little bit as far as angel share, where they are in Rick house, they probably lost a lot from that, that time frame. That would be my guess. Why it's oak on the back end? You get a little bit of Um, oak and rye. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely that. Uh, I get a lot of vanilla on the front too. So you guys don't get spice on the front? Mm -mm. Not really. Okay. No. All right. You? I yeah. For some reason, I got it more on the front. I when Philly Phil said that on the back, I, I do get black pepper. Um, I do get a lot of black pepper on yeah. it. Um, it does have a good consistency to it. It doesn't jump out to me on the back end. That's why I was saying I did, I don't get a ton of massive spice to it. I do get the rye. That's interesting. It's not a floral rye to me, though. 
I do get more of that black pepper rye. Yeah, because um, it goes smoother to me in the front, and then I get, I get, I start to feel it in the middle, and then the back is like a bit of an explosion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, the back of your mouth, the bit of the explosion. Yeah, I mean for. A barrel strength, it's actually quite easy to drink, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, Palette-wise, I mean, I'm not getting too much of a change just from nose to palate to the back end. But, okay. um, yeah, certainly, like, I don't know, vanilla, honey. I get front. spice all in the front, on the nose, for sure. Okay. Um, I do get a little bit of it at the very beginning. It gets real smooth in the middle of a meal. Yeah. Um, that honey... Like you said, honey, vanilla, you know, some hints of, you know, berries and stuff. You get some of it, but I definitely get the honey and vanilla that overtake it. Where'd you get this bottle at? Uh, I got it from Four Roses. (laughs) (laughs) Shocker. (laughs) No, uh, this bottle actually is for the UK market, Philly Phil. Um, And so they ended up getting it distributed out of... Dusseldorf, Germany. So if you can see, this is a uh, 70, what do you call this? Uh, centiliters. Centiliters. I think. Yeah. Damn, metric. CL. Whatever 70 CLE is. Um, so it's, I guess it's 700 liters. Yes. No, that's way too much. No, because the is US right? is 750. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 700. And, yeah. If you know the metric system, if you can uh, just. Uh... What? what? I mean. <laughs> Who was it? What president tried to get us on the metric system? Was we're, it Carter? Uh, we're apparently too stupid for that, though. Ah, uh, yeah, we. It was George W. No, it was Carter. <laughs> I think it was Carter, right? Probably. I think it was. Um, yeah, we we've never gone on the metric system, so every time I look at this, I'm like, this is kind of weird. <laughs> but even though we do our own bottles here in the metric system, yeah, yeah, we don't do ounces, no, which makes zero sense, right? It, yeah, it makes no sense. All right. So, Phil, Phil, tell us, all right, so you've given us a little bit of your tasting notes. I mean, what's your impression of, of this bottle? Um, I think it's, like I said, a, a, you know, a solid um, pour for me probably around the fall when I'm just looking to get that little extra kick. I, I give it a an eight. An eight? Yeah. Okay. What what do you like about it? I mean, what's the one part that you say this is why I, I think like the, it? Most? I think the I think the the smoothness and the drinkability, yeah. like we said, you know, for it to be, um, you know, the type that it is. I I like the the middle portion of it getting a little smooth and getting a little honey, you know, in there and then kind of kicking in at the end. You know, right when you're just absolutely just killing the back of your throat. Yeah, just the end, right? the back it explodes throat. in his mouth. Explode in your mouth. It in the back of the throat. My mouth makes me happy. <laughs> well, we always knew that. <laughs> we bad. Please save us. This, I really enjoy this. To be, okay. to be honest with you, I think this is the best Four Roses bottle that I've had, and I've had some good bottles Four Roses, but um, I, this blend, this four different blend i it's it's working for me i I really enjoy it um i don't know if it's the uh the older barrels in there or or what it is but it's just really easy to drink philly phil said he'd he'd like to have it in the fall i honestly could drink this any time of the year 
Um, it's it's that easy and that. And game. what do you like about it? Is it the explosion in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> you're going back to it, right? You're yeah, not gonna let that I'm one just, go. Just... Um, I don't. For me, I'm like I, I really like vanilla, I like honey, yeah. and I'm getting a lot of those profiles in this. Um, so for me, that's really enjoyable. I, I like those, and like I mentioned earlier, for for barrel strength, this isn't like on fire by yeah. any means, and it's really easy to drink. So I definitely enjoy it. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I, I don't think it's so in your face with barrel strength. Um, it does have some really good honey tones, you know, some really good, um, you know, this, this nice, warm, you know, smoothness to us in the middle. Um, what, what's your what's your number? I forgot to ask you on that. Oh, man, I'm I'm like like an eight and a half or a nine. I'm telling you, I nice. really enjoy this. You really like this one. Yeah. So Philly Phil's an eight. You're an eight and a half, nine. Yeah, somewhere um, in there. Yeah, so I'm going at seven. Okay, why? Um, so there's something about back palate on this one. I it is so I got a little bit of spice on the front of it, and it it has probably simmered down a little bit over time. Um, the back end, as Philly Phil said, it is very sharp. And this sharpness leads to this little bit of like black licorice, very heavy oh. pepper on the back. And black I, licorice, I abs- you said it. You, you know, it, right? I don't know. Yeah, I absolutely hate black licorice. Right? I don't get that. And there's there's this little bit of transition and it lingers on the back of my tongue. So the problem with this is, is while I continue to drink it and I, if I continue to put it in my mouth, that, that honey just kind of keeps in and it makes it great. But the longer I stay away from having it, that that real heavy black pepper and that little bit of almost a licorice taste lingers on my mouth and it really makes my taste buds just kind of go eh at the end. Um, the more I drink it, the better it is. But if in between sips, the longer I let it hold, I, d- I dislike it a little bit, um, which is kind of weird. I yeah. thought I would absolutely love this um but that's well, that's the only issue i have with we it. men will buy the bottle off you for uh well probably a reason yeah. right? <laughs> that, that's very true i'm not sure if i want to know Philly <laughs> Phil. yeah i don't Philly Phil, that's a good question i don't even know what these go for so they they retail for 150 if you retail 150 in the states yep. all right so if they retail 150 in the states for I'm 750 saying, milliliters not 700 700 oh, yeah so if if it retails in the states for 150, knowing it's a little bit harder to get, I'd say it's probably 500 dollars secondary, or in well, states that aren't I that aren't I haven't looked retail. You played your cards and it's black liquors, so now it's about 50 bucks. For <laughs> well, I mean, it's, a, it's illegal to sell uh, bourbon, Philly Phil. To, oh, it is to another person. Yes. Oh. So, in case you didn't know that, <laughs> I <laughs> can't sell it to him. <laughs> Retract everything I just. Well, said. actually, in some states, I think you can. In our state, you cannot. He could give it to me, and I could just buy him dinner. That would work. That work? Something like that. Yeah, I mean, we could. There's ways around it. (laughs) I mean, we haven't eaten dinner tonight, so we could figure that out. I I don't hate it. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it's it's it's. I don't hate it. Well, seven is but seven, right? Exactly. It's 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 fine with me. I I think it's fine. Um, for I think it is. I think secondary is probably five hundred dollars. Would I spend five hundred again? I don't know. Maybe 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 not. Um. It's 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 okay. Yeah, it's okay. But if you had this sit next to the single barrel, you go. I think he'd choose. Oh, I'd hit single barrel all day because yeah. the single barrel again. I think that the difference is is this has a lot of honey 
like we messed it. This has a ton of honey in the middle, which I I do I do like it. Yeah, that one. The other one has a lot more of that chocolate flavor profile, which I like. And that chocolate holds itself all the way through that cocoa. Mm-hmm. And you know me, words I like: cocoa, chocolate, tobacco, um, oak. I don't get a lot of that. I get a lot more pepper, and then that little bit of that hint of black licorice pops up on the back of this. Yeah. And I don't know if that maybe is like a, I don't know, one of the like an apricot or something transitioning into it, and that spice maybe makes me think about it that yeah. way. Um. But I do. It's got that little bit of. I mean, I'll, I, right now I'm sitting here and I haven't tasted it intentionally for four minutes now, and I've got this like residue of almost like fireball in my mouth. I see it. Yeah, it you does. Have, it lingers. I know you know what I'm saying? That. Like yeah. when you drink fireball, that That's lingering why I said like a state. like a fall for me would be you know ideal. Like, oh, you need a little ideal. Yeah, I right, pass it over to me. I'll shoot it in the little tykes Fisher freeze. <laughs> 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 see if you can catch it. Yeah, well, I'll I'll let you go in the TP here. Yeah, then with I'll my dive bottle. into the tent. <laughs> All right. Well, appreciate you guys. Uh, next time, everybody, join us. We'll uh, we'll do some vino. Uh, we man's got a trip that uh, for Napa. Can tell us about it. Maybe we'll do some uh, some Napa uh, vino that uh, we man. When's that? Was that when are you going to Napa? Dude, I already went. He already went. Fantastic. <laughs> so it's perfect. Where was I? Yeah, you weren't there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks so much. Uh, If you haven't, make sure you you like us um, on uh, Spotify so these episodes come directly to you in notifications. We appreciate it. Everybody have a good one. See ya. Billy Phil, you want to tell everybody goodbye? Yeah, we'll see you. Uh, Let me know about the metric system. Okay, thanks.